0: the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Amen. I want, you, I want to alert you to a robbery in progress. It's a horrendous op- robbery, if successful. This robbery is against you right now. What are you talking about, Pastor? You're in danger of being robbed of the true good news of Jesus Christ. Mark begins his gospel this way, the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. But you know the meaning of the word is gospel is good news. So now what Mark is saying, the beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. So here's how the robbery is happening. The term good news is being twisted and obscured in so many ways that it no longer is true good news but rather something that can be ignored, forgotten, or just plain put um, as one of many. All around you see the term good news without differentiating by what is, what is meant by good. I looked online, good news. Here's what I came up with. There's a brand of shoes called Good News Sneakers. It's good news gasoline prices are going down. There's a sentimental story about a school principal who has a difficult child in the school and the child is a foster child and so the principal adopts the little child good news is the expression for a weatherman describing the upcoming weekend news or a sports reporter after a game good news is used in so many ways so many contexts it loses its meaning and also what's good news for one person it's not good news for somebody else it's called the stock market right? Or sports, good news for one team, bad news for for another. Rain for the farmer in the midst of a drought, rain for the organizers of a big outdoor concert. Or good news just applies to someone that I know or me, and really somebody else doesn't care whether it's good news or not, such as successful surgery in Naperville. Perth, Australia could care less about a successful surgery in Naperville. Good news becomes subjective depending on who you are and what's your opinion. Good news has become relativized rather than absolute. So good news is good news when it's good news according to me and those like me, not good news for all people. When Barth tells you that this is the beginning of the good news, he's using it in an absolute sense that this is the good news that is really the only good news that transcends everything. The good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, is absolute and necessary as good news. To understand fully the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, and all that Mark unfolds for you, you really have to go back to Genesis chapter 1. God creates light and sees and says it's good. Six times this happens in Genesis chapter 1, and finally, after Adam and Eve are created in the image of God, and they and they alone have true fellowship with God, being the pinnacle of God's creation, now God sees everything and says, behold, it was very good. And this very good includes the description of Adam and Eve having the perfect God-made marriage, living selflessly for each other, the total harmony of all creation, the total harmony of God and man, And all this very good of God was shattered in the fall. The basic temptation of Satan, remember, was that now Adam and Eve would know good and evil. They would become the arbiter of good. They would determine what is good and not God. So now man is ignoring God for good and declaring what is good in his own eyes. You see this result. Cain thinks it's good to kill his brother Abel. Sinners want to do what sinners want to do, the good for themselves. You see, for example, in the book of Judges, this re- repeated refrain Everyone did what was right, i.e., good. Everyone did what was right in their own eyes. Think about that. Doesn't that describe 2023? Everyone did what was right in their own eyes. All around you, you see people looking for good according to their own self. You see sin, and yet there is God, and He alone is good. And His will is the true good. The Holy God is the true good. And our Holy God is so gracious and good that He sends His Son to redeem sinners and to bring about eternal life through the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. God alone is absolutely good, and He alone brings the good of salvation. The work of Jesus Christ for the atonement of mankind is the only hope, the only good for sinners. So Mark tells you the beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. He's giving you the good news that saves from sin, death, and the devil. Mark is announcing from very verse one, that from the get-go of his gospel, the good news. It's not a cure Candidate 1, or even that a cure for cancer has been found. It is the good news for all people, for all time. Now, it's interesting, Mark does not begin his good news with the birth of Jesus. Rather, he reaches back into the Old Testament with the promise of John the Baptist. In doing so, Mark is not only giving you the fact of John the Baptist fulfilling prophecy, He is showing that our good Lord has prepared ahead of time for the good news of salvation in Jesus Christ. In fact, this line, the beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, could be translated from the Greek, the foundation of the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Our Lord lays the foundation for the coming of Christ in the Old Testament because the Old Testament testifies of Christ. God is prepared, has prepared a way for His Son. And this preparation includes sending a special messenger. John the Baptist is integral to the good news of Jesus Christ. John the Baptist proclaims a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. Sin is bad and sin is evil, sin is not good. And so sin has to be repented of. John calls for repentance in preparation for Christ. So too, this Sunday, the second Sunday in Advent, you are called to repentance, to repent of any malice or ill will you have towards another person, any lust or impure thoughts, any greed, any pride, any disrespect towards authorities over you. Most of all, repenting that you define what is good rather than God's word defining what is good. John points to the mightier one, the mightier one that he is unworthy to even tie his sandals. This mightier one that John points to who brings about ultimate good is Jesus Christ. Jesus comes to restore the good that was lost in the creation. Just look what he does because Mark is this gospel of action, deed, and word. Jesus casts out demons, he heals the sick, he raises the dead, he feeds the 5,000, 4,000, he stills the storm. In all this, Jesus is pointing to the new creation that he will bring about, the new heavens and the new earth, where once again, there will be the perfect, the very good that God had intended from the very beginning. However, to bring about the ultimate very good, the ultimate good, Jesus suffers the ultimate bad, for you he dies the horrendous death on the cross for you and me in mark and this is in matthew mark only you hear the cry of dereliction from the cross jesus forsaken by the father says my god my god why have you forsaken me jesus at this moment is suffering the eternal pain for you and me because of our bad He who is good is suffering nothing but bad and has become bad, become sin for you and for me. He does this for you and for your salvation because Jesus has nothing but good in mind for you. He has for you and for your salvation good. The Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. This time of year, it's easy to be robbed of the real good of Christmas, it's easy to lump together Christmas gatherings, the giving of presents, having a family get together, good food, watching specials or movies, hearing Christmas carols along with just songs that might be associated with this time of year. It's easy to lump this together with, yeah, yeah, Christmas Eve service, and, and the hearing the birth of the Savior, and having all this kind, of, this kind of hodgepodge mix and calling this a good Christmas. It's easy to have Jesus as part of the season maybe even only a minor part of the season. It's easy for us to determine what is good this time of year. The real good of Christmas is Christ. He is more than the reason for the season, he is the reason for life itself. He and his whole work of salvation is the good news. In Jesus, you have forgiveness of sins, life and salvation. In Jesus, you know that all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. Even in the midst of earthly bad, such as disease and impending death, you have good news. Jesus Christ, crucified and risen for you. You are his baptized. You have the good news that gives you joy and peace in Christ now and eternally. Jesus is good news. He is Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Amen.